Hello, podcasters. It's Julie's story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I know you're shocked. I'm doing two this week because life settled down. Okay, no, it didn't. I just really want to get back to doing podcasts because I love it so much. You know, I love it. This podcast is brought to you by Julie of 10 years ago. So let me tell you a story. It's story time. Um, get your tea, your coffee, your wine, your mimosa. There is no judgment here because all of those things are acceptable while you're listening to podcasts. By the way, I just got done walking my dog and I came in and I literally had this thought. I want to clean my house this evening just so that I can turn on my Christmas twinkle lights. Yes, I have those up in my living room. So I can curl up on the chair with a good book and just read. Does anybody, does any other like boss moms think like that? Like you're strategically planning your chill time around your house being clean so you can like create this romanticized moment of your life. That is me. I had just had that thought. I should do a whole podcast that's just sharing random thoughts that I have just so that you and I won't be alone. So today's podcast is brought to you by Julie of 10 years ago because let me tell you what happened. So, you know, Andre and I in January, I talked through the Marie Kondo Sparking Joy um, project where we literally, I say that word all the time, literally touched everything in our home. And we got down to the last thing that you do in the Marie Kondo method is the sentimentals, the sentimental items. So we did everything and we set aside the sentimentals. It is now April. We started this in January and we really hit everything hard until we got to sentimentals. And then something, someone along the way said, nah, we'll get to that. I think that was probably me. Andre already did his sentimentals over spring break, but during spring break, I was working 12 hour days working on my course that is launching this Thursday, by the way. I'm so excited. But in any case, I didn't do my sentimentals. I think there's a couple reasons why. I think I I have felt mom guilt for not being that mom who like has all the years of her children's lives documented. Um, Like, you know, I like have the photos. So just on random hard drives and random phones and things like that. I'm that person, that type A, that's like, I want everything to be like chronological and putting that together. That's like my big project this year that I haven't started on yet but i'm i'm just, i'm going to let my i'm going to give myself grace cuz it's been it's been so productive in my business that like i just need to channel all of those like strategies into getting that project done but in any case i have boxes of sentimental things i probably have 15 boxes of kid sentimental things i was always this person that saves everything like I saved every I think I have every single card I've ever been given in my life so if you've ever given me a card have it I save like random things like balloons you know like when you get those fancy balloons for like certain birthdays like I'm that person that saves them I don't know why I don't I don't know why I'm this person it's just something that I do it's it's a me thing you have your things I have my things so this week I I don't know. Oh, I was was going to say I don't know why, but I do know why. In design school, 
Well, let me rewind. You know how I tell a story and there's like five sub stories. This is a sub story. My daughter was sitting with me at, um, we went out to dinner and the boys were sitting outside. Her and I were sitting inside and we were talking about college. Cause my daughter is like, she is an intellectual, like academic girl. Like she's already planning out her 25 year plan. This child is, and I, I feel partly responsible just because, um, I've been encouraging her to do that. And also I've been encouraging her as a woman, as a, as a little woman who is growing in this country, your, her goal is not to just get married and have kids. If she chooses to do that, that is great. That's amazing. But I've really been encouraging her to just like go explore, like study abroad, experience life. And along the way, if you, if you want, you can find somebody who's awesome, but that's not the goal in life is not for women to have babies and get married. There's other things that you can do as well. Nothing wrong with that. But like I was raised that like my dream stopped at having children. Like that was it. Like that was the only dream I had. I'm like, no, I want you to like dream beyond that. And now I'm like running a business. I'm like, this is what I should have been encouraged to do when I was younger, when I was starting business at 10. But in any case, so we're talking about that. And I was telling her about design school and in design school, they, um, had us create this book from scratch. So essentially it's, a book where you'd put in all of your assignments, like imagine a really, really like a big sketchbook, like probably 11 by 14 ish. And it had this, these like cardboard covers that we covered with this beautiful paper. And like, we actually created this book and then we put like our projects in it and how design school worked is they had like little squares. So like a project might be create nine squares, have each square be a different pattern and you can only use stripes or you can only use black and white or you can only use primary colors so it was really stretching us to create um on our own so we draw and all stuff so i was talking to her about that and so she's like hey i want to see that book that you made so i was like cool so i went in the garage out in the garage and i was looking through my sentimental boxes and um what happens when you're a mom and you you know your kids are older and you find a sentimental box is naturally you bring it in the house because now there's a new project happening and the new project is happening is oh my goodness I want to touch all my kids baby clothes from when they were little peanuts so she's sitting at the table um working on something for school and I start unpacking this one one box why that's important is because what I'm about to tell you about what was in this box it's gonna shock you It will probably, there might be some judgment that will rise up in you towards me. I'm going to ask that you set that judgment aside because if we went through your boxes of sentimental things, we might find things equally as ridiculous as what I'm about to tell you that I chose to save. And um, this is only one box. There are 15 other boxes that could potentially have items like this included in it. So sit back, relax, enjoy the ridiculousness of this. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I I can't remember who I was 10 years ago that I was like, this is what I need to save. So let me first tell you the traditional things that were in this box. So this was a box that had a few of my items from when I was young, but it mainly had my son's like little baby clothes and like little onesies and things like that. So I I take out everything. And, um, in the process of taking out everything, here's a couple of things that I decided to save. Now, again, I don't know, 
I don't remember thinking, yes, this of all the things that I want to save from my children, this is what ended up in this box. So the first thing that I came across was um, a Carter's coupon. It says, come back soon, bring a friend. This is valid July 1st through July 31st, 2008, two 20% off coupons. That means that a month after my son was born, I now have, I am now 21 years old. I have two children under two before I'm 22. I got this coupon. I have saved this coupon for, there's two, two coupons. They're together, not cut. I have saved this coupon for almost 11 years. I don't even know what to tell you about myself at this point. I, who am I? Who am I? Who's this person that saves a coupon? 11 years? Really? Of all the things? Not like a drawing. Not like, oh, you know, it would be really cool if I took like a little baby handprint of my son in July of 2008. No, no, no. I'm going to set aside this Carter's coupon. You know what I should do? I should do a whole story or a whole podcast. I don't have a baby. Um, and I'm not pregnant, in case you're wondering. I should go into Carter's and say, listen, I really want you to honor this 20% off coupon just for the mere fact that I saved it. That's what I want you to do. Like, I, want, I literally want to see their faces. Like, I should just do an Instagram story where I just like, or just like have them on the podcast. Like, hi, cashier. Can you tell me what you're thinking now as you just received an 11-year-old coupon? Like, this is vintage, I should like put this in a vintage, like mail this somewhere of like, hey, Carters, I've saved a piece of your brand history that you might want. Um, it's actually in pretty good condition. I mean, if I were going to sell this, if this were like a paraphernalia that could be worth something, it says for further information, call Carters. Maybe I'll call them and say, listen, can I use this coupon? That's one of the things that I saved. That was in this box for 11 years. You know how many times I have moved since that moment so my son was my 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 kids were born in indianapolis indiana we packed up everything when my son was a year old moved to denver colorado that's one move from denver colorado i moved back to florida that is two moves from living with my parents i moved into another like home for about three months that's three moves after that i lived there for three months i moved into my own place that's four moves after that, I moved into another, uh, after I moved into that place, I moved back to my parents' house. That's five moves. Then after that, I moved into my own place after I started my business for my parents' house. That's six moves. And now I live at the seven moves. I have moved this piece of paper through three different states in seven moves. If that's not commitment, I don't know what is. So the next thing that I saved in, in, in light of the piece of paper, and I just threw it on the ground. I saved another piece of paper. It's called, it's from Nike this time. I don't even know what this is. I have no idea what this is. It's called the Human Race 10K from 831-2008. It is a Nike world's largest running event. I have a, it's a five by or four by six little like, like just like the coupon it's a little card i can tell you let me tell you about my running history 
Uh, I never ran a race. I ran, you know, while I was pregnant with my kids just to stay in shape and then to get in shape after I had my kids. Never would I have ever been considering, this would have been a few months after my son was born, never have I ever thought, I know, I know what I want to do. I want to run a 10K. So not only do I have this, it makes no sense for my life. At least with Carter's, I love Carter's kids clothes. They're so cute, not sponsored. But I don't know what this is from. But again, this has moved seven times. What is wrong with me? And as if you think that that's bad, we're not even at the worst one yet. And I'm going to save the worst one for last. The next thing that I found in the box of sentimental things of my son's clothes, there's a few items that were mine. Um, I have a baby blanket in there. I remember when I was little, I had this baby blanket. But in this box is this doll. Now, I, before I pulled this doll out of the box, I told my husband and my daughter, you shall not make fun of me for this doll, okay? I'm going to tell you the sentimental parts about this doll, and then I'm going to tell you the terrible parts about this doll. I remember it's a glass head. It has glass head, glass little hands, and it's got a really plush body. Its eyes are closed, so the creep level already is probably about a 7 on a 10 scale. If you're going to look at creepy dolls, probably a 7 on 10 scale because the eyes are closed, so it kind of has a... I, I don't want to say dead, but I don't really know how to else describe it. Um, so it doesn't have any hair, so it's completely bald. It used to have a little bonnet, but the bonnet's gone. When I was little, I loved this doll so much, and I was jumping on the bed, of course, with the doll. And my mom said, be really careful. So I decided jumping on the bed was the most careful I could be. And the head cracked. And I was so upset that she glued the head back together. Now... In looking at this doll's head at this moment, you can hear kind of the glass scratching on the table. There's currently five pieces that have been glued together and one huge chunk is missing. So before I pulled the doll out of the box, I said, you shall not make fun of me. And of course, as soon as they saw the doll, they literally couldn't even because they were so creeped out by the doll. And this one big chunk was out of its head, and I had the piece, because I, of course, saved the piece. If I'm going to save a Carter's coupon, you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to save the piece of that head. So I put the piece back together. And in the back of the head, when you put that last piece in there, it literally looks like this baby has a bullet, like a bullet went through this, the skull. It, I, I, um, I love the doll because I remember playing with the doll, my husband ran out of the room laughing so hard because he wasn't ready for bullet wound Betty doll over here. And I, and I was like, of course I'm saving this doll. Like, and he's like, he says with Marie Kondo, with as much you know, conviction as Marie Kondo, is that something that you want to bring forward in your life? And I said, absolutely. Like this doll, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't know who's going to want it. Because you know when like, you save stuff from when you were little, like, oh, I can give this to my kids because I loved it. My daughter is like, get that thing away from me. And so, of course, while she was at school yesterday, I took the doll and put it in her bed underneath her pillow. So um, so that that's the third item that that is in the box. I, I'm, I mean, this one to me is like, of course, I'm saving that. I didn't realize how kind of creepy it was until yesterday, but I like bullet wound Betty. I'm going to save her. She's coming forward with me.
The next thing that I pulled, now remember, this is a box of nostalgic items that I as a mother am saving because this, these are things that I want to remember about my kids. So I pull out a random power cord. I have no idea what this power cord is for. It's like one of those black ones that, you know, you know those box of cords that you have by the time that you're in your 30s as a millennial. It's one of those that you would, you would just shove in the box going, I don't know if I'm ever going to need this again, but just in case, I'm going to save every cord that comes with everything. Every single Mac item I've ever gotten has come with random other cords. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm obviously saving this. And yeah, I have a container full of cords. So this is just a random cord I have in there. Oh, it says Samsung on it. So maybe it was a cord from a random phone that I had a really long time ago. I'm going to go ahead and continue to save this. Obviously, I've saved it this many years, 11 years in this box. I want to make sure that this is going, this is a long-term save. The next thing I have is, I mean, this one's not as like crazy. I just didn't know it was in there. You remember what, how I told you that I used to knit beanie, beanie baby hats and scarves? Um, this, I found a beanie baby scarf that I had knitted from like forever ago. And for some reason, this ended up in my son's nostalgic box. So before I get to the worst, we're going to take a moment and hear a message from my sponsors. I know, I know, but... I, I got to say, this is like, this is like, you know, the commercial break, like right at the moment on The Bachelor where you're like, literally, I need you just to keep playing right now and not have any commercials. This is one of those. I'm sorry. I have to do it. I'll be right back. So this is it. <laughs> I cannot, when I pulled this out of the box, I was like, are you literally kidding me right now? I can't even believe I have this. Why? Why do I have this? So... I decided that I was going to save my daughter's My Little Pony Tooth Tunes toothbrush. I I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I don't even remember her like loving this toothbrush. It's one of those that when you like, I don't even want to push it. Should I push the button? It sounds really creepy. Hold on. I'm going to let you listen. It, yeah, it's it's one of those that has like the little audio and it's it sounds just as creepy as the doll looks because it's all like muffled. But I don't know why I saved this. Like there's a thousand other things that would have been really amazing for me to save. There's a million other memories that I would have wanted than an old toothbrush. that And this wasn't even like the first toothbrush. Like this on the toothbrush, like history chronologically this isn't even the first one so it's it's not even like oh it's the first toothbrush and I'm really obsessed with teeth no I mean I I I appreciate my children's hygiene habits that I've worked very hard and heard them complain a lot about until they get to the dentist and the dentist is like wow your teeth look amazing and every time I walk out of the dentist with them I'm like do you remember how many times I told you to brush your teeth every single night forever you're welcome because the dentist is like wow kids you're doing a great job and I'm over there going if I didn't remind them, forget really some bus. Anyway, I, this is not even the first one. Like, and I'm not a dentist. Like, I don't know what I was thinking or doing with this thing. And I told Laylee, I was like, I told her, I was like, you know what? For making fun of bullet wound Betty, 
you're going to use this toothbrush tonight. She was like, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. And I said, it's your toothbrush? And not like it was anybody else. It only has your germs on it. And it's been in a box. Like, And of course she didn't. I did make her do that. But why? Why do we do these things? And I, like, I almost want, like, I almost want a like, trend or like a hashtag to go viral of like, moms, what did you save or something? Because I feel like I'm not the only mom who in her early years of having children that saved ridiculous things because I can't even tell you how many boxes of like paper and I'm probably gonna pull them out and tell you about them because I feel like I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not the only mom who saved that one drawing from that one time. It's literally three lines like from crayons and we're like oh my gosh this is so amazing I'm saving this forever and then 10 years later we're like what the crap is this I don't even remember what age this was like who did this what age was this but at the time like we're in the moment and in the moment you remember everything like because you're there you're thinking about all these things and I feel like as I've gotten older you know I've I've hit I've hit the 30s which by the way I love the 30s you know that from the other podcast but I feel like my memory is not quite the same. It's concerning sometimes. The other day uh, or yesterday, I asked my husband, hey, did you get you know my daughter's you know computer out of the car, blah, blah. Or I asked, actually, I didn't ask that. I asked if he had gotten her bag out of the car. And he heard, did you get the computer out? So he gets the computer. And I said, hey, did you, later on, I said, hey, did you get her computer out? And he's like, yeah, you told me to get it out. And I didn't remember. And I didn't remember what I, it was like, it was like this moment where I was like, do I literally not remember the conversation that I just had like five minutes ago? Is that, is that the level that I'm at right now? I, when I think about that, I just want to journal everything. Like when I think about, oh my gosh, like, am I, I'm going to forget so many details about this day. And I think what it's helped me do is be more intentional about gratitude. I know I went deep. I went from my little pony toothbrush to being intentional about gratitude, but it just like these things, like these are the things of life that teach us, right? When we're like, so I decided that I was going to save a toothbrush 10 years ago. I don't want to save things like that moving forward. I only want to save things that really make me happy. I found it in, also in that box. My son had all these different onesies. And apparently I was doing the same habits back then as I'm doing today, which is I'm throwing all the laundry in the wash at the same time because I am that mom that's just like, I just need to get stuff done. Like, I don't know if you're that mom that has time to like separate whites. And I just, I've never been that person. I don't know if I should be admitting that on this podcast, but it's out there now. I just have never been, I'm that person that's like, we have laundry, put it all in, stuff as much as we possibly can in there to get it done because I want to live my life. I don't want to live it doing laundry. But I found in there multiple onesies that had, like I must have washed his onesies with like something red, probably. That sounds like me back then. I remember that. I remember being that person 10 years ago. I don't remember why I saved a 20% of Carter's coupon, but, and also don't know why I saved a 10K coupon or 10K thing that I didn't run and don't run. I'm not hating against running. It's just not my thing. Um, Neither is doing laundry, but I found all these onesies that had like, red like when laundry bleeds like all over it saved those don't worry I saved those onesies 
I'm not quite sure the onesie that my son came home in from the hospital. I need to relook at pictures because I don't remember. But I went ahead and saved the onesies that had red bleed from the laundry. So I can remember how far I haven't changed in 10 years, apparently. When I was thinking about how I could connect this, like this little story to personal growth or branding, I was having a struggle, uh, struggling to connect that to some, some sense of, you know, like when you watch a comedic movie, you are like at the end of like kids comedic movies, there's always like a moment where it's like, Oh, everything's amazing. We're all like learned a life lesson. I'm not sure what the lesson is in this other than be really grateful and like be way more intentional about why you say like maybe if you're gonna save things from your kids like have a docket like in the box with it of like dear self in 10 years I'm saving this cord from my old phone just in case I need it I I mean I don't know like I don't know what I would have written myself and then I started thinking about like the history of like my brand and and in the struggle city of just starting off and having the worst website in the history of websites. I know I'm going to go there because I just, you know, I'm spontaneous on this podcast. I, when I started my business, um, I designed my first website and I was just really trying. And I feel like this is where we all have this story. Again, this should be like a hashtag that goes viral. Screenshot your first website. It was so bad. And like, I can't even say that it was bad because I'm not good at design and design's not my thing. No, I literally went to school for design. I I literally was in school to learn how to design for two years. And at, by the time I built this website, I had been a graphic designer for eight years. So it wasn't, I didn't even have an excuse. I no, I don't. Like, there's nothing. It was just really bad. Uh, and I, I was just wanting to get something out there. Pinterest wasn't around during that time. So I wasn't really exposed to like, you know, I don't know, really cool design trends. It just was like, I'm going to put this here. And I knew design theory, obviously. But you wouldn't know that, obviously, from seeing my website. It was so bad. I managed to get one client. And then I designed her website. Her her website was beautiful. She loved it. I loved it. I actually like it was way better than my website, but it was bad. And I feel like we all have those kind of um, museums of bad business choices of the past. And I feel like if I had a box of like sentimental business stuff, which I do, I've saved all of like my business cards over the years and just because I want to see growth and I want to see, wow, like I, I really have, um, I've come a long way. And I think that there's something really therapeutic about that in our business, because sometimes we get so in the dirt of building that we don't really recognize and we don't acknowledge, like I started with something that was crazy. Like my website was the worst and looking at where I've come now and looking at all the websites I've built for so many different women and how amazing they are and how they've helped, you know, that it's helped build their brands and help bring them to the next level. It's really awesome. But looking at my journey, I'm like, oh girl, no, it's like the eyebrow journey. I know I talk about that a lot. Don't judge me. It's just something that's always there. Literally, it's always, always in my face going, what, what, like, I don't know what I was thinking 10 years ago when I plucked them to a one 
one hair that's that's all it was was just a one just one hair across one line of hairs and we're still recovering from that journey but there's something really amazing about looking at progress and looking at okay so I used to be the mom that saved Carter's coupons and now I'm the mom who created an uh, Instagram account just so that I could take really terrible photos of my kids like bad lighting and all that stuff and I don't have to worry about is this Instagram worthy? I can just take photos of them growing up because at, you know, at the end of the day, that's what I really want. Like, and you know this, I've talked about this before. My children, um, they, they've never been the children that have worn, you know, the cool Instagram like clothes, like they match me. And so, no, they, they just have never been that child. My kids, I always just let them wear whatever they wanted. So the photos, a lot of photos don't end up on like the pretty, you know how you have a pretty Instagram where you're like, I'm going to try and make this look somewhat decent. I'm going to try and take photos of my kids without the laundry in the background. You have that that's, you know, for your business. And then you have, you know, the, the photos that you're like, this is never going on the internet. Like I no, this is a no photo for the internet, but it's been really freeing to have that. In any case, it's, it's amazing. And I think it's beneficial to look at progress in, in our brands. And I actually created this, uh, worksheet, the brands win worksheet that I created for myself because I wanted to document through the year brand wins, whether it is really big or really small. I wrote, you know, and I I think I told you about this, like I wrote on there, um, I didn't quit my habits when everything sucked. Like that was literally something that I'm going to celebrate at the end of the year. Cause like, that's something to acknowledge. That's something to celebrate. Like how many times that we have these like terrible days and you're like, everything sucks right now, but you know what? I'm still like, I'm still going to do this. Like I'm going to put my hair up in a messy bun. I'm going to reheat my coffee. I'm going to put on my red lips and I'm going to, I'm going to get to it. And I think we don't as women acknowledge and celebrate our successes enough. We just don't. We're so used to celebrating everybody else. Speaking of celebrating everybody else, this week I did for my kids an unbirthday. Now, if you have you been listening from the beginning of the podcast, you know what an unbirthday is. Unbirthday is where I make an excuse to celebrate the heck out of my kids because I love them, but also because I realized something um, growing up. Kids absolutely love blowing out candles. I mean, I don't even know why we buy them toys when, especially when they're younger, just light a candle every five minutes and let them blow it out. They will be entertained the entire day. So I had this thought of like, kids love blowing out candles. Why don't I create opportunities during the year to celebrate them? I gave them an unbirthday, which means they come home or they wake up and the house is like, I have balloons hanging up and it's, it's decorated. I have a little decorating box took me like seven minutes to decorate. It's no big deal, but it makes them so happy. I get them a little present from like five below. I used to go to the dollar store, but now, now we bougie. Now that we are 12 and almost 10, we're bougie. We don't get as excited to go to the dollar store as we did when we were four. If you're in the four to six age range with your kids, use that dollar store like crazy, man. I mean, you can you can get them to have an excellent academic year for by $3.50 and three trips to the dollar store. Like literally. And I used to do that all the time. Um, also, I would celebrate their reading over summer. I would have them read. Anyway, so unbirthday celebrations because I want to celebrate them. 
I do that for them all the like I celebrate them all the time and I realize in the past couple years I don't do that for me I am like I want to celebrate my husband I want to do all these things for him but it wasn't until the last couple years that I really had to say oh that boo-boo Like, I can't just keep doing, 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 going, going, going and not acknowledge my own greatness because that's going to have me cause up in my, that's going to have me show up in my brand less than if I'm not celebrating my own greatness and my own successes. Like, we need to be doing that. And then, oh, how cool is it that at the end of the year, I'm going to have this little, um, you know, sheet that is full of, and I'm going to have multiple ones, of full of all these things that I did because as the months go by, we forget. We forget where we need to, where we've won because we're just like so busy moving on to the next thing. If you are an entrepreneur and you have not been celebrating your wins up until this point, I highly encourage you to create a system, whether it's a piece of paper in your journal or something, and to invite your family to do it with you. I'm just about to launch this product that I created. It's a, it's a pro like it would be called a product in the business world. It's a course. It's a course to help women bring their brands to the next level. And, you know, like my kids have seen, like there's there's all these booklets. There's 11 booklets. And this baby, this has been years in the making, This these booklets. But I put them together and so I laid them all out and my daughter was like, wow, what is this? And um, she posted on her Instagram, it was so sweet. She's like, I just want to say I love my mom. She's helping other women build their businesses. And I was just like, I, I was just like overwhelmed. She's never said anything like that. Because before, I didn't really invite them into me building my dreams. Because I don't know, I just, I, I just didn't, I didn't think about how much of a positive impact that would have on them of like showing them, hey, I created all these booklets. I made all these things. I designed all this stuff. I wrote all this, all this. I, you know, created this audio course. But um, something really powerful about inviting your kids into you building your dreams because it teaches them this is what it looks like to build your dreams. So I've invited them into that journey. Um, and I, um, a couple weeks ago, I, I said, hey, listen, like I sold, I pre-sold the course to some babes and I was really excited about, about that. And so I took the kids to the store. We picked out ice cream. And I said, we're celebrating me tonight. This is what we're doing. And they're like, they were so pumped because they got to be involved in celebrating a success and they didn't have to do anything for it. And I love that that also represents like who God is, like how awesome it is that there are moments in people's journey that we get blessed right alongside someone, but we didn't have to do anything. Like that's what grace looks like, right? So it was just really cool. So in prepping for this launch, I have all these plans of like, this is how I'm going to invite them into celebrating this with me because not only is this something that like I've put together and I put my heart, my heart in this, but also it's going to help so many different women and they get to come alongside and watch their mom do that. And I think that's really powerful because we are constantly as mothers modeling. We're modeling life. We're modeling Um, pursuing our dreams we're modeling being attentive and aware of ourselves we're modeling celebrating ourselves and it's really important that kids see that along our journey I'll never forget when I finished the first draft of my book and I had them actually bound um 
they were there with me when the box, when we opened the box and it was like such a big deal opening the box and having them hold the book. And they were part of that with me. And I think it's really beautiful when we're, when we invite our kids into us pursuing our dreams because they get to see, oh, this is what this looks like. And they get to be familiar with, oh, when I grow up, it's really important. I'm really connected to myself. I'm really connected to my dreams. And I take steps working towards doing those things. So all that to say, um, I hope that you are saving things that are important to you, even if that's writing down a line a day. My friend got me this really cool journal. It's like thankfulness journal. So every day you write one thing that you're thankful for. And I think it's a really cool concept, but like even in your business and even in your kids' lives, remembering those things and not taking it for granted. Andre and I were just having a really deep conversation about how we we take, as, as a society and culture, we take things for granted that just shouldn't be, especially right now with like the Me Too movement and mental health being something that's finally getting on the radar of so many different people. When you see kids playing outside or we took the kids to go um, roller skating this week and I remember just sitting there taking a break looking at these girls that were, you know, skating together and they were laughing. And I was, I was overwhelmed with gratitude for those girls because I was thinking about all the girls that feel so alone, like they don't have any friends or the girls that are struggling with mental health issues. And I just thought, wow, those girls, like they're here, they're doing something active, they're having fun together. And I think sometimes as moms and like, as, because culture, Culture is so much more ready to complain than it is to be in gratitude. And even kids playing, like we just take that stuff for granted so much. And this past year has been so eye-opening for Andre and I. Like this stuff doesn't need to be taken for granted. Like the fact that kids are playing, they're having fun, they're laughing. Like there's so many kids that are struggling and that are really dealing with really big, deep things. So when we see kids playing it's just that reminder of like, this is so beautiful and kids need to be playing and they need to be outside and they need to be hanging out with their friends and they need to, they need to have moms and dads that stop everything to make sure that they can have play dates with their friends or, you know, those types of things. So I think it's just, it just was a big reminder. So if nothing else, I hope that this podcast helps just encourage you to be more mindful about the moments that you're saving, the moments that you're being aware of. I hope it just, I don't know, I hope it made you laugh. I hope it just gave you something today. And I hope that, you know, at the end of these, I try and like throw in some wisdom in there so that you can take away something. But I hope that you take away just being more mindful and being really grateful for like, and just learning to laugh at yourself. Like we had the most absolutely fun time realizing that I'd save these ridiculous things. But Gosh, there's just so, there's so much to be mindful about. And it's so important that, that we do that and that um, we uh, honor our journey, even if that means saving ridiculous things from our past. So much love. Um, as always, tweet me out. I would love to hear a ridiculous thing that you saved, like the, your super nostalgic self that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to save this because my baby's first, whatever. I would love to know that I'm not alone. So tweet me at Julie's story of your like nostalgic thing that you saved of your kids. Also, I would love to hear like just the ways that you are reminding yourself to stay grateful and mindful. If that's an app, if that's like a habit that you have, like I'm always about learning and I would love to learn from you. So tweet me at Julie's story. And until next podcast and until next box that I unpack, 
I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and yeah, have fun. Bye.